Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from New York, it's the show with the boss in the studio, oh, and he's looking great. You really well, choked you got a new I get nervous. You get, yeah. Well, I'm not, not totally happy with it. it. No, he's not. He's not. He's in the second one in a row. I got to throw a little just for men in there. <laughs> he's not, he's not I look like a skunk. Yeah. First things first. Today, Buffalo hosts the Chiefs. Is this the defining game of Josh Allen's career? Meanwhile, Ooh. the return of the most confusing segment in all of sports this media. This one really is confusing. Can't lose. Brew, have you been briefed on this one? Yeah, yeah. I think this one's crystal clear. <laughs> okay. And finally, the committee met late into the frigid night in approximately 59 minutes, a special playoff edition of the committee's tears alongside Chris Broussard and Kevin Wilds. Nick, any surprises with the committee last night? Well, there's always a lot of surprises, but, you know, I like this time of year because we can really hone in. You don't have to look at the all 32, yeah. down to eight teams, so each team gets about four times. I'm looking at the all 22. <laughs> okay. I got you. Wilds, you might have to leave the studio. Wilds, Wilds really can't handle it when you're here. We start with the defending champs visiting the hottest team in football when Kansas City goes up to Buffalo. Hot just because they've won several games yeah. in a row. It's actually quite cold. Yep. Bills favored by less than a field goal. The question is, okay. Nick, Yeah. do the Bills deserve to be favorites? We did this question last week, mm-hmm. and we were yeah. all wrong. What were we all wrong about? What are you talking about? What was about? that question? Rams-Lions. The Ra- oh, no, no, we weren't we, all wrong. I, I was right. I was wrong. Yeah, Typically. on that one, I was, I was right, wrong. too. I'm just trying are to be you? a team player. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, to zero it in on this game from this week, today's show, uh, are we talking in reality or in the world the Bills occupy? Hmm. It's because, a simple, I thought it was a simple Well, question. so here's the thing. I, I don't in, don't in, make it complicated. In reality, unequivocally, no. But in the world and conversation space that the Bills have occupied, obviously, yes. Because okay. the Bills and the discussion surrounding the Bills – exists in a world where their 11-6 and season and division championship is something to be feared, while their opponent, Kansas City's 11-6 and season and division championship, is a bit of a failure. The Bills operate in a world where their 14-point wildcard round win Mm -hmm. against a 10-win team sent shockwaves and fear throughout the rest of the league as this team continues to peak, while the Chiefs' 19-point win over an 11-win team in the wildcard round was, you know, eh, what's the big deal? The Bills live in a world where their quarterbacks, 250 yards per game passing, made an MVP candidate, 
and Patrick Mahomes is 260 yards per game, and by the way, better passer rating, better touchdown interception ratio, all of those yeah, things. Well, he did. Those, for 50 those, the, the, okay, well, again, I if mean, I may, but made him an MVP him. candidate while the other guy, what was wrong with him? The Bills also live in a world where they have the number nine ranked defense in the league, and it's looked at as something that's good. Mm-hmm. While the Chiefs live in a world where they have the number nine ranked offense in the league, and it's looked at as something that's broken. So in that world, of course the Bills are the favorite. Of course the Bills. That's why they are the now three-time defending media champions. In reality, and luckily the games are played in reality, it's mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon in Orchard Park, we'll see why they don't deserve to be favorites. But everybody thinks they're favorites because everybody thinks they're better. And people are frothing at the mouth to be able to get to the is this game for the quarterback championship belt take? So, like, yeah, of course they deserve in that world the world that they've operated in the last few that months. That was impressive. What? That, I mean, how you totally took it to bizarro world to make, what? make it seem like the Chiefs should be favored. Okay. There is no reason that the Kansas City Chiefs should be favored over the Bills. We're talking about this season. Yeah. With lifetime achievement, sure. They're the better team. This Mahomes, be- this season, Why? Why in the world would the Chiefs be favored? The Chiefs has, haven't played the better football over the last two months. The Chiefs got beat by this Buffalo team head-to-head. Mm-hmm. Buffalo has the home field advantage where they are very good. Eight and two at home, four and four on the road. So they, they got a little cowboy syndrome going on where they're very good at home, so-so on the road. Their flops, what were their flops? Losing to the Patriots, sorry. Losing to the Jets. On yeah. the road, their best wins. Dallas, they they destroy Dallas. Oh my, they they destroy Miami early in the season. Oh my, put almost fifty on them. Happened at home, and look at Josh Allen at home. He it's a, a huge difference just in him. TD to interception. The Josh Allen who throws it away, loses the ball all the time, fumbles also only one in ten games. He doesn't exist in Buffalo. He exists somewhere else on the road. Team scores almost 29 points a game, much better than they do on the road. So, Nick, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, just an objective observer looks at this, and there's no way you could say the Chiefs should be number one or favorite. And here's another reason. The Chiefs haven't beaten a playoff team that doesn't break dance. Okay. I'm saying they're two and four against (laughs) – I know y'all thought they were coming in. They're two and four against playoff teams this year. The two wins, Miami. I mean, they haven't, and they only average 18 points against Green Bay, Philadelphia, Detroit, and Baltimore. So, uh, and, and on, on the other hand, or it's not Baltimore. I can't no, read they my didn't play Baltimore. All right, but, but, but they only they only average 18 points a game against the four playoff teams that they've okay, sure. play, One lost the to. <laughs> and and I guess Probably it's Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo's Buffalo. other one. My fault. Yeah. Um, and so one. so there's no reason. Okay. Buffalo Get, also six and one against it. playoff teams. Yeah. Go ahead, Wiles. I've got eight reasons. I asked Josh to come up with ten. Yeah. I that Buffalo it. should be favored. Yeah. At home, they're eight and one. They're the hotter team. They won Week 14. They got the best third down offense. They allowed the fewest sacks. Uh, Cook has gone over 100 yards in the last six games. Careless with the ball. Allen's uh, got 20 passing touchdowns and four interceptions in the playoffs. And the Bills lead the NFL with 32 takeaways. With all that being said, I'm still going Chiefs. Obviously, the, I mean, so okay. obviously, that, that, it, it's still smart. Patrick Mahomes. No Chiefs. Like, but what are so we doing? Chiefs. We've the, seen him lose in the playoffs. The, I'm still yeah, going but we've Patrick never. Mahomes, so here's bro. the thing. 
And we can show, we've seen Patrick Mahomes lose pre-Super Bowl in overtime twice. That is correct. We have seen him in those games be excellent. Those numbers are cartoonish. In these two, in these two rounds, Brew, we actually have never seen him lose. We have not seen Patrick Mahomes lose in the in the first round or the second round. And if we can, Hubs, I don't know if we can jump ahead to the quarterbacks each guy's beaten. At some point, we could show that. Here's the other part of it as far as deserve to be two-and-a-half-point favorites. Yes, of course, history matters. Josh Allen has some amazing postseason stats. Yeah. His best postseason win is, of course, a loss. And the quarterbacks he's beaten, Lamar in a 17-3 game, I will give him credit in his first or second postseason win. Phillip Rivers on the Colts, then Mac Jones, Mason Rudolph, Skylar Thompson. Patrick, of course, has stared across the field from Josh Allen, beat him twice, Joe Burrow 1-1. One one. Big Ben, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Baker Mayfield, two of luck to Sean, and then two bad players, Jimmy G and Ryan Tanhill. Jimmy G, of course, in the Super Bowl. So, Brew, that this has- is all past history. Give me something but, this year. Okay, I'll give that you something this year. Me Who has the better should defense? Well, be uh, Kansas City. Who has the better coach? Kansas City. Who do you think has the better Kansas quarterback? Kansas City has the better quarterback. Okay. So what? So wait, wait, we just hold, saw, on, hold wait on. a second. No, no, no. You asked the me Rams and the answer. Lions. The Rams yeah, and the Lions. That is right. Who has the better you're, quarterback? You're right. You're right. And I got the better wrong. Coach, I agree the better with all defense. that. I'm just I saying that that's uh, not proof. No, no, that no. doesn't mean hold you're going to win wait, the game. Wait, you you asked me a question. I'm trying to answer it, Brew. Here's the other part of it. Of course, it doesn't mean you're going to win the game. But you're asking me why they should be favored. We you you just said. The Chiefs walk into this game with the better defense, I think by far, especially given well, Buffalo's, Buffalo's injuries. Injury, and they get, played through the, it pretty well. The better quarterback, even though Josh is very good, the better coach. Absolutely. I think running back is a push. Do you agree? James Cook, Isaiah yeah, Pacheco? I think it's a push. It's a push. I think tight end, I actually would say right now is probably a push because Kelsey yep, has not been himself. Yep. And wide receiver one. Over the last three months. How about wide receiver core? Wide receiver core is Buffalo has it better. But I think that we would have thought going into this game that the gap between Diggs and Rasheed Rice was massive. We can show that too. Over the course of the entire season, it's closer than you'd think. Over the course of the last three months, it's actually, we can show it to you, it's actually not close. No, wait, you're not. Nick, you're no not one taking, thinks no Rasheed Rice. Nobody's but, taking him over Stephon Diggs. Then you throw in well, Shahir. Shakir. So, I mean, so, but that's so that's where I think the argument style here is a little bit of whack-a-mole. Why is no one taking Rasheed Rice over Stephon Diggs? The same reason His, we're oh, wait, not taking can, Josh Allen over no, Patrick. Exactly. Right. Because no, the no, numbers no, recently wait, say one guy's no, much better, no, but, but we know historically right. the other Pause, guy's though, much for better. For a second, it's history. So either we're allowed to bring in history or we're not. And as far as Josh Allen's numbers, you're wrong. Josh Allen does not have better passing numbers than Mahomes. Yeah, in but anything. he's not just a the, passer. Right, no, I understand. So we're and talking the about running the running numbers aspect are crazy. of it. The running numbers are excellent. I, I don't disagree with that. But rating, completion percentage, yards per game, touchdown interception ratio, it's even though we feel like Mahomes had a down year and Allen had this amazing year, the passing numbers are not but, based but on his last but six They're games, based that's on right like now, saying Lamar. Based on take, the season. That's like taking running from Lamar. If you the, take that out of the equation, sure. And this seat, obviously Mahomes is a better quarterback. I mean, someone try to argue, Allen, I'm not that guy. Correct. Mahomes is better. This year, it can be argued that Allen had a better year. But, no it, question about yeah, it. And they're the hotter team, as, as you said. What have they won? Seven of their last eight? 
They've won yeah. six in a row. Yeah, I mean, they were in six, six and six, row. and Seven they won six, six in a row. row. Um, all right, Dalton Kincaid, three catches and a touchdown against the Steelers. He had some high praise for his quarterback, who had this spec. Oh, I'm not going to slide. <laughs> this spectacular play of his own. Take a listen. I mean, I'm, I'm watching it just like, all right, and I'm like, okay, and then he just keeps going somehow, and uh, he's a special player, you know, best quarterback in the league for a reason. Okay, you love that? Well, though, he's the best quarterback in the league. I mean, he's obviously not. I mean, I, I, I debated whether or not we should put Dalton Kincaid on the bulletin board. Hubs talked me out of it. He Why? said he has to say it about his teammate. And I said, you I don't know. That's you fair. would agree with that. No, if someone, if someone was, if someone, I wouldn't. I mean, it's close enough. I don't even think so. But Josh is a good enough player. Where your teammates going to yeah, say? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. If, if, I was, were, if I were in that spot, I wouldn't say, like, Kevin Wilde's is the best studio host in the world. I'd be, like, top two, him and Ernie Johnson. For the record, Wilde, Like, that's what I, I would say. You know what I mean? Like, I, at I some point, like, there's somebody, there's somebody that's clearly above. But go ahead. What's the question here, Wilds? Well, I don't think it was, I do know. I like that? Oh, sorry. It's a very different <laughs> conversation piece that we're trying this to is have. Why, this is why I'm not the best. <laughs> By the idea that this is the biggest game of Josh Allen's career. I think by far. I think it's unequivocally top two. The only other, the only argument you could make is the AFC title game, uh, three in the 2020 season, but that was such a different spot. That was almost a that was a Bills team that was ahead of schedule instead of behind. That was the that was they were playing the defending champs. Mm -hmm. That Chiefs team had won. Do the math here. 20 of 21 games going into that game that Mahomes had played, or 22 of 23, something insane. And the Chiefs were the favorites. And it was and, in Kansas City. And it was in Kansas City. Now, you've, after that game, the GM Brandon Bean said, we are obsessed with the Chiefs. We are building our offseason around beating them. You then got your shot the next year and had as soul-crushing of a round two loss as possible. Then the next year fell apart before you got mm -hmm. your shot. Now you're at home. It's a Chiefs team that is, of the Mahomes era, statistically the most vulnerable. Absolutely. And you, these windows don't stay open forever. So I think that this is far and away the biggest game of Allen's career. And, that's, and I think that is a huge edge for Kansas City. Because it's the third biggest game the Chiefs have played in the last 365 days. And so the game against Burrow in the AFC title game was a huge spot. Mm -hmm. And obviously yeah. the Super Bowl. So, yes, I think it's the biggest game of his career. Yeah, I agree with Nick. Um, but to me, if you, and t if you don't reach a Super Bowl, a player, every player that has not reached a Super Bowl, the biggest game of your career is your next playoff game. That's it. I mean, for Joe Burrow, who's reached the Super Bowl, this wouldn't be the biggest game of his career, even though he hasn't won one. So Josh Allen, yeah, the, the, the championship game against the Chiefs was huge. Yeah, but but the, you, he has to get to the Super Bowl, That's period. So this is the biggest game of his career. And guess what? If they win this game, next, next week's well, game no will be the biggest of his career. Until you win the Super Bowl, that's how it works in my mind. The play next playoff game is the biggest of your career. But you're also hinting or that this pressure is going to squeeze Josh Allen, even though they've been in kind of these little. They've been play in playoff while. mode for yeah. I think it's very different. Two months now. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that the fact that I I oddly think their success in the regular season against the Chiefs psychologically can work against you. 
I think it's like, wait, we own this team in the regular season, and in the playoffs we've never beaten them. I think the fact that there is, aside from Von Miller and Leonard Floyd and a couple other guys on the team, nobody's played in bigger games than this one can hurt them. I think the fact that that Hold for that Sean, <laughs> Sean McDermott and you know Andy Reid has played in 15 coached in, pardon me, Super Bowls mm. or conference championship games. Sean McDermott's coached in one. And the other, uh, and, and I think that's where being at home can be a weird spot. Because you can feel, if the Chiefs get out to 7 nothing, that is going to be a nervous energy in Orchard Park. Oh, I think so? That is not there on the road. I Listen, I, I have felt 14, it. The, okay, maybe, maybe 10, 10 nothing, like two, two, 7 think, nothing yeah. with the ball, something like that. Bro. So your buddy and my pretend internet friend, but your actual friend, Bill Simmons, mm. Gave a cross-sport analogy that I want to bounce off Brew. If the Bills lose this game, Dominique Wilkins-Hawks, which was, gosh darn it, man, they should be able to break through. And I know they never even made a conference championship right. game, but they the all, there's also like he had the epic round two yep. duel where yep. he might have outplayed Bird, but they lost. They didn't lose to Bird every year. They lost to the Pistons. Right. They lost to the Sixers. Lost to other teams. But this, man, he's you, a hall this of Hall of Famer, unicorn, maybe most fun player to watch in the league who just couldn't break through for a whole era. And every, we have you've said previously – that, you know, at some point, you know, Allen's going to beat Mahomes in the playoffs. At some point, maybe, if they don't win this one, maybe not. Because you don't know how many opportunities you're going to get. They right. didn't get the opportunity last right. year. Like, does that land with you at all? I, I think that's a great comparison. No doubt. I mean, Dominique, we all look at him as one of the greatest players yes. of that era. Yep. And he was a clear Hall of Famer. And that you're right. That could be Josh Allen. I, look, I, what I've said about Allen is his window is his – is the prime of his career. It, the window with this group is not. It, I mean, they need to win tomorrow and then see what they can do against Baltimore. Can, can, can we stay here for another moment? Sure. to just Let's just operate under the assumption the Chiefs win and then lose to Baltimore, right? And that Baltimore then goes. Or the Chiefs win and lose to Houston, and Houston mm-hmm. then goes. The point that I'm making is we look, we have, we, and the media, right or wrong, has viewed this Chiefs Bills as the top dogs of the AFC. The Chiefs obviously have earned that, that right. spot. Mm-hmm. The, the Bengals leapfrogged the Bills and beat them in the playoffs, and then had a bad year's quarterback got hurt. If then another team beats the Chiefs that isn't the Bills after the Chiefs beat the Bills, do you, you, you could go into next year's thinking, all right, in the AFC, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, they're going to be, you know, there to a degree, but Baltimore just got to the Super Bowl. Cincinnati has played them tougher in the playoffs than Buffalo has, or like all those things. The point is, in this conference, that whole, like, this is going to be the rivalry, that can change no, quick. Yeah. Especially if the Chiefs beat them again. I, I think I don't think that's the rivalry, like the only rivalry. And if Baltimore wins the Super Bowl or gets to the Super yeah. Bowl, I don't think it's as negative for Buffalo as if Houston. Oh, if Houston does, now you've got another team. Yeah. Because next year we start the season, yeah. Kansas City, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Buffalo, presumably. Yeah. But now you got to throw Houston in there if they even get yep. to the conference championship. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So, spinning it forward, Brew, what's at stake for the Bills if they come up short? I know you talked about the Chiefs winning, but the other side of the ball. I, look, I think that Sean McDermott, if they lose this game, I think they have to seriously look at replacing him. I mean, he, they are S-Bob, period. And he's, he said it himself when he put the Lombardi Trophy 
banner of it in their practice facility. All right, and I, he's a good coach. What he's done in Buffalo is great. And to be honest, this season he's a defensive guy. What he's done with that defense in light of all the injuries is impressive. But my point is kind of what Nick's been saying. If you don't beat Kansas City this year, when their offense is worse than we've ever seen it with Mahomes and Reed, mm-hmm. when are you going? And you got them at home in right. Buffalo where you're really good. Sure. When are you going to beat them? I think it would, you would need a culture change. You would need a new coach to come in there. And you got some good ones available. Belichick, Mike Vrabel. I think they would need to make a coaching change because it would be, just be like, we're just spinning our wheels here. We're going to be good, but we're not going to get over that team, let alone the other ones. So I don't think they – I think they are going to lose, and I do not think they're going to replace McDermott, which is why I which is why I said last week the best thing for them would have been to lose to Pittsburgh because I do think they need a seismic shift. I know Wilds, you and I got a little sideways yesterday. I don't know if it was on or off the air. I felt like we were arguing all day. It was really <laughs> unfortunate um, about the idea of – Coaches being penalized for success and then one instance of failure rather than just sustained mediocrity. And that's just – I don't view it that way. I view it more as I judge coaches based on – what are fair expectations for the talent of right. the roster and where are you achieving in line with that? So, like, I can be impressed by a 7-10 and 10 coaching job, yeah. you know, in a year and thought that a 11-6 and 6 job by Sirianni was a total failure. If you're McDermott, there, the question would become, if not now, when? Is, uh, what is the plan other than hope somebody beats them for right. us? Yeah. Right. And, so, that's, and that's not a fair You know spot. what else? Tom, uh, having a Super Bowl in the past helps too. Because if, if McDermott had a Super Bowl in the past, Different he'd story. be fine. Like Mike Tomlin, I don't think it should be a discussion whether he should yeah. lose his job because he's got the Super Bowl and they're good yeah. every year. Well, they are okay every year. They make the playoffs. Okay. He's got three playoff wins since 2011. They shouldn't win a play. They shouldn't even reach the playoffs with that roster. It's been over a decade. Don't get me started, Wiles. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to an electric show. Coach Mangini is here. You know, the knock on Brock Purdy is that he's just a game manager who doesn't carry his team. Just Mr. Irrelevant put in a happy situation. (laughs) Well, while preparing to host the Packers, Brock pulled the old eight-mile defense. Actually, I am a game manager. Take a listen. I sort of take it as a compliment in terms of being a game manager and a system quarterback. I feel like you know if you can do that well um, and be consistent in that, like you're going to win games by doing that. So I sort of take it as a compliment at times too. Okay. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> well said, young man. Nick, is it more likely Purdy is the reason the 49ers win or lose? This week? No, he's way, it's way more likely the reason he's the reason they lose, but they won't lose. I don't think they're going to lose. Let me make it clear. Like, I, I, I think it's very, very tough for the Niners to lose in this spot. They're the 
healthier, more experienced, more well-rested team. This is why you fight for the one seed. Mm -hmm. Not only to get the bye, but you then get the team almost by definition that was least likely to win the previous round because you get the worst available seed, a team that is – I don't want to say had their Super Bowl last week. I don't want to disrespect what they did. But the Packers, that was a hell of a moment for them. Can't lose. And I understand. Yeah, can't lose. There you go. Um, I understand we argued about how good the Packers defense is or isn't, and they looked very good against Dallas. But I don't don't think that Packers defense is going to be able to handle the the Niners weapons, the Shanahan offense, and what Purdy's going to do. I don't think they're going to be able to handle it. So the only way, Coach, I could see the Niners losing is if Purdy melts down. I'm not predicting it. It's not what I think is going to happen. But if you were to ask me, more likely that people are like, oh, my God, Brock Purdy carried us to victory, or oh, my God. Yeah, if they lost. If they lost, I think the only way they can lose is Purdy mistakes. Go ahead. It's interesting. When you you watch these guys, and and I agree with you, Nick, the only way they're going to lose is if if Brock Purdy melts down, and they they shouldn't. They they have the advantage in, in almost every area. And when you look at the season during his three-game losing streak, it was like three or three uh, touchdowns, five interceptions. Right. They scored 17 points. The game against Baltimore, I think, it was 19 points. So when it when it goes bad for San Francisco, it goes really bad. When it goes good, it's extremely good. Nine out of their 12 wins were 30 plus points mm-hmm. per game. The, the three losses. Like 20, or the three other wins were like 28, 27, 27. So you know pretty early on how it's going for San Francisco. Right. Like if they start hot and they're rolling, very rarely does that avalanche slow down. And, and the problem is if they get in those tight games, Purdy hasn't shown the ability to pull them out of that. Right. And, and, and that's, that's the, the continuing question with the guy. No matter what he does, I mean, I agree with you guys, they're going to win this game. But even if he goes out and plays great, because they have four all pros, People aren't, a lot of people aren't going to give him credit for leading them to victory. Like, that's my argument. Like, he's not stepping in when it's 21-0 and now he's the quarterback. He's creating that lead as well. And when you look at this team, like when they beat Dallas, he had four touchdowns, no interceptions. But somehow a lot of people, Christian McCaffrey, who had 51 yards on 19 carries, led the team. No, Purdy led the team. McCaffrey, as great as he is, cannot lead this team to victory because they're not that type of team, and he's not that type what of back. He's not mean? Earl Campbell. Like, he's not going to – they're not going to just give it to him 25 times or, or even passing it as well, and he's going to carry them. This is a true team. Like, uh, Debo is great – I'm serious. Like, team, as great as Debo is, them. he's not going to carry him. As great as Kittle or Trent Williams are, they're not going to carry them. Brock Purdy is the one with the ball in his hands. If Brock Purdy doesn't cook, it doesn't, they're not going to like hold him to eight or ten passes like they did with Garoppolo. Purdy has to be good for them to win. Oh, and I so I'm just saying he that. should get some credit. I don't think he has it. to be good for them to win. I just think he can't be awful. I think that they, I, he hasn't just the, been good though. No, He's been great. Okay, I understand he has the, the. So this is where we get. This is where I, I guess it's just the way you look at it. I don't look at credit 
as an in, as a you know a resource that an infinite resource. There's only so and so any credit you give to one player is credit that doesn't go to someone else. That's mm. the whole reason we discuss it. So when we are talking about the Niners, the Cowboy game maybe is an outlier. I do think Christian McCaffrey is leading them on offense. I think the defense is game planning to stop him. I think one of the reasons those passing lanes are so open is because you have an extra person dedicated in the box because of McCaffrey. I look at McCaffrey as the tip of the spear. And I am not saying they Purdy is not taking advantage him. of it. I mean, they, seriously, they were they went to the just like you hold it they, against Purdy that they went to no. a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. They also went to that Super Bowl with Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson right, as well. I would argue that offense, And running the ball more than they do the, now. Right. I would argue that Super Bowl team was actually led by their defense. I thought that defense for the Niners the year they played the Chiefs was number one defense mm. in football. This year the it is not game that. I, if you were If you were coordinating the Packers, are you going into the game saying we have to stop Purdy or we have to stop McCaffrey? Yeah, it's McCaffrey. You better stop McCaffrey. The problem with McCaffrey is every time they drop back to pass, you can throw him a check down because you got to deal with all the other guys, and he turns that small play into 60 yards. And that the issue with Dallas with, shut him down. But the issue for Pur- with Purdy for me is not when things are going when things are going well. It's awesome. It's when yeah, when it's when that. the rest of the team has hiccups, when things aren't going well, when you hit the when you hit the potholes. His ability to, to pull them out of that, that's that's what he hasn't shown. And, Brew, I agree with you. He should get. He deserves credit for the okay. left column. The worry for the Niners is the right column. I'm not saying he gets no credit for the 26 touchdowns and how well he's played at the beginning of games. Beginning of games, you're tied. He's obviously played great, you know what I mean, in those spots. But the right column right there is what they're worried well, about. Well, until he does it. Yeah, I mean, there's people going to feel that no, way. But it's but. an odd situation. You're rooting for the 49ers, but you also also are kind of rooting against Christian McCaffrey. No, yeah, I, like, yeah, I like Stop the line. No, I like but you fact, are. I mean, the preseason, he was my pick, if you remember, well, for offensive player. Which I think he might win. Yeah. You might, so I'm, might not, I'm not against McCaffrey. I'm just saying Bruce his credit it. shouldn't come at the expense of Purdy. You know what? Let's check that. Because like I said, I'll take another dude. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, other side of the ball, uh, Nick on the Bosa <laughs> facing Jordan Love. Take a listen. They have a lot of the same guys from the past really good teams they've had and um, a quarterback who does exactly what he's coached to do, which Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer and unbelievable, but he kind of went outside of the realm of, of coaching and and uh, sometimes it's it's good when you have a guy who, who does what he's coached to do. I think I think that was a compliment. I was not a hundred percent sure. Didn't feel like a compliment, but it kind of think it was did. a compliment. We can't well, figure I, it I out. I thought it was. But really? could go. Yeah. Uh, is Love exceeding expectations in his replacement duty for Rodgers? Yeah, I, I absolutely think he's exceeding expectations. He's exceeding my expectations. And when he redid his contract going into this year, instead of waiting for the fifth year option, and he took less money, and the club got him for for less money, and they said it was a great deal. To me, it looked like he wasn't very confident in his mm-hmm. ability, and that and that concerned me. And then he comes out and he and he plays as well as he has. And let's compare him. I want to show you these numbers. Him versus Rogers' first year as a starter. So this is this is apples to apples. And he's better in every single category across the board. All right, now when you when you watch him play, to say he's not doing anything outside of the system, that's not fair either. Especially lately, and I want to show you a tape that this I think, is great. that I see shows this really clearly. So this is a great this is a great play and a great design by Green Bay. They're an empty. 
So typically in an empty formation, you assume all five wide receivers are going to go out, and you're going to just block with the five offensive linemen. So Dallas has an automatic blitz against this. They're going to bring both inside linebackers. So they're going to bring six against Green Bay's five, which means the ball should have to come out hot. But the way that Green Bay's designed this, they've got the tight end close to the formation, they've got the running back close to the formation. Now in this blitz for Dallas, everybody's in man-to-man defense. Okay, so it's man-to-man and there's no help because, again, you're assuming the ball's coming out hot. When this happens, that means the entire middle of the field is wide open, that you're, you're not going to get any help and you've got to take away the inside. Green Bay motion Wicks down, and now Wicks is going to run and, and be covered by Stephon Gilmore. He's going to push up vertically, then he's going to stem out at Gilmore, Wicks, who's a rookie against the veteran, widen Gilmore and come inside to where that space is. Gilmore's thinking, that's fine. This, this route shouldn't be able to develop the way that, that it's developed and threaten that middle of the field because we'll bring max pressure. Green Bay blocks the tight end. They block the running back. Now they've got seven guys blocking Dallas's six, and the offensive line is going to slide to those two linebackers. Jordan Love comes back. The linebacker reads around, jumps, is in his face. Jordan sees the break. You can see downfield. The break is just happening now by Wicks, and he delivers this ball on a, on a line away from Gilmore for the touchdown. So to me, it's, a, it's great in terms of recognizing the, that you're going to get max pressure, knowing you've got it picked up, being willing to sit in the pocket, wait for Wicks to run his route, and then throw over the top of the linebacker. Those things aren't just uh, just Paint doing. By yeah, they, right. they, yeah. This is this this is a more advanced version of Jordan Love than anything we saw in the beginning of the season, and a great design by by Green. No, Bay. that was a great uh, illustration, coach. Because I think he kind of gives you the best of both worlds. Like he's on, he can be on time. But he also can – he's athletic enough and skilled enough where he can go off time as well. But, look, I, I – both of us expect – I thought he'd be good this year. The little bit I saw last year, I was impressed. I thought he grew a lot. And that's why I picked him to make the playoffs in the preseason. But nobody saw this. Like, he was second in the league in touchdown passes with 32. And he didn't have any great receivers. Now, they All may young become guys. great, mm-hmm. but they're young. And, you know, yeah. no, none of them had close to 1,000 yards. That's right. And then the run game wasn't great until recently well, with Aaron Jones when he kind of came back from injury. So, it's wildly impressive. Th- that's why I w- Coach showed Rodgers' rook- first-year starter versus Aaron's for- or ver- Jordan's first-year starter. I think even the more impressive thing is because, obviously, those are drastically different teams, coaching steps, everything. Rodgers last year, Jordan this year. I, we have two. I understand, like, for some reason yesterday when I did the Baker versus Brady thing, everybody had an allergic reaction to it. And it's not talking about this guy is better historically than that guy. This guy is going to be that guy. It's a simple question of, did the new guy come in and give you improved quarterback play over the veteran legend? And in both cases, the answer is yes. And in this case, it's unequivocal. They won more games. They were yeah. better. The vibes were better. That's your thing. The vibes and all those things. Jordan Love was able to throw for 300 yards, which Wild Rodgers hasn't done. 24 games. In 24 games. Sorry. And so, like, That's the, true. I mean, that <laughs> is, he, he had the same guys and was better. And unlike Aaron, last year against Green Bay or the year before against San Francisco, he won his playoff game and played great yep. in it. Yep. Last year or against Detroit for Green Bay for Aaron, the pseudo play. Just quickly, your vaccine status, if you're going to put that up. Oh, yeah, you're right. Double vaxxed and non <laughs> You're right. Good point. Make sure we're buttoned up. <laughs>
as Baker revitalizing his career. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Battle of two number one picks when the Lions host the Bucks. Golf went to the Super Bowl and then was sent to Detroit as a partial salary dump. Uh, Bake Show on his fourth team and now thriving. The official question, it's kind of a head-heart question. I'll just toss it out. To, I'll start with you. because yeah, it's, it's obvious what the answer is. Well, who has the better story? But I also want to say, who are you rooting for, even though we hold the pom-poms for no one? There's not, I'm not well, answering who I'm rooting <laughs> to. I'm, I do analysis, Jeez. and I give my picks. Well, you just like root for somebody. No, I, just like for my nice picks story. to be right. Once I do the analysis, I make my pick, then I root for myself. That's how it works. <laughs> um, listen, the answer is Baker Mayfield. If you have two kids and one, you know, lost his job, and the other went to prison, and then they're both like 10 years later doing about the same. Who had the better redemption story? It's like one guy went through a little adversity. The other one we were real worried about. Baker was playing to stay in the league as a starter this year. Jared Goff has never been benched. It was like, ah, we can do better. You can go start for someone else. Goff got a $100 million plus contract. Golf has, so, it's, and golf had reached greater heights and had fallen. Baker, and Baker's also a sadder story. Baker didn't, this didn't happen to Baker because of poor play. It happened because he fought through injury. And the team oh, threw him away. The guy heroically oh, fought through injury. Ever to fight well, the injury, he, listen, some guys, Baker, Trevor, some guys don't play well when hurt. Jimmy, Just happens. <laughs> so the answer, coach, the answer is Baker. Yeah, I think your example is a little extreme. Well, I mean, Baker Baker got 50, going to the Panthers. Baker made NFL 55, 55 uh, million dollars career earnings. That's not like going to prison. <laughs> but in fairness, Golf has one hundred sixty one million dollars in career earnings. Yeah. He's making thirty million dollars this year. Yeah. Baker's at fifty five million. He's making four million with incentives. He's gotten up to I six mean, million. Spreadsheets. This well, be a golf. Well, because you said you said heart and head. Okay. And then when you look at golf, he, he's gone to three Pro Bowls. He's gone to the Super Bowl. They embraced him in Detroit right away. They, even in the locker room this past weekend, they talked about you know they they they, they were cheering for him in the, in the stands, like making it very clear how much they loved him. Where Baker's on his fourth team, he's had to fight for love in Tampa Bay, no, and no you know I'm thankful he's not doing those commercials anymore. And I'm oh, really yeah. thankful. They, those were good commercials. I, and I I'm really know. thankful <laughs> that that he's at a second right. act. And I think to stay I'm going to change the question for you, bro. I, I do have a quick answer for this one. Just quickly, quick. just say it. Because golf, for golf to be the redemption story, he has to win the Super Bowl. Would you guys agree? Like, he could trump Baker if he wins the Super Bowl. Because that's, that's why the Rams – I don't think he's going to. That's why the Rams got rid of him. It's not a quick They answer. wanted to win the Super Bowl. Go ahead. And Baker – No, 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 no. A few months ago, Baker was – he barely beat out Kyle Trask. Now he's one of the Here's the question I want to ask. We only have 20 seconds left. All right. Is a little part of you, a small part of you, rooting for Baker? No. Yes. No! I am with, down with the bake show now. Oh, but I, just, okay. I just think they're going to You're lose. even down with the nickname? Yeah, yeah. you're down for even now. Yeah. For now. Okay, okay. Bake for show. now. All right, coming up next. He's probably the worst player with a Literally oh one of the best God. segments we've I'm ever just, done on this show. 
it's can't lose. <laughs> the segment? I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Coming up in 11 short minutes, it's the best segment in all of sports. It's Nick's Tears. But right now, it's the most confusing segment in all of sports. <laughs> it's playoff time, so every game... Obviously a must win, but not every game is a can't lose when you look into it. Some games can't lose. Other games can't lose. <laughs> Even within teams, some players can't lose while others can't lose. To break it all down is our segment that we call Can't Lose. We start with the Chiefs in Buffalo. Bills favored in riding a six-game winning streak. Mahomes and Josh Allen tied at three games apiece, but Mahomes has won both playoff games. We can look at their stats right here. Uh, we'll start with you, Nick. Who do you see having a can't lose game? Okay, so can't lose. Andy Reid yeah. can't lose. Can't he, lose. What do you mean by that? <laughs> I mean, he's in a can't lose situation. He's minted. I get it. No one's going to be like, Andy Reid, hot seat. Did the Andy Reid not have the team ready? Anything like that. Can't lose. Yeah. Josh Allen can't lose this game. He, yeah, that I you finally you. have Patrick Mahomes in your building. You are the hot team. You have folks that I previously respected in media, mm -hmm. some of whom I'm sharing a table with arguing you've been far better than Patrick Mahomes all year despite leading the league in turnovers, despite us talking mm -hmm. about games that you, your team has directly lost because yeah. of you. You can't lose this game. That's right. Does that I answer? I nailed that. Okay, Coach, does that make sense to you? Yeah, I think the Bills can't lose because they battled their way back. Oh, they oh, won wow. the they won what they won the division. You think they can't they, they won the division. Wow. And they they've short, everybody thought they were dead and and now they can't lose. But I think that Patrick Mahomes can't lose. You can't wow. lose your wow. first road playoff game. Ooh, if you're the greatest of oh, all time. What a take. If you're supposed to be close to Tom Brady, if you're trying to get back-to-back -back Super Bowls, which is done for hasn't been done for 20 plus years. Oh, can't God. lose. Coach almost convinced me cuz I'm I'm the exact opposite of you. I'm like Chiefs <laughs> did not just Andy <laughs> Reid, the Chiefs can't lose. Can't lose. 
Nobody, they're not that good this year. Nobody thinks they're going to not win. Not that good. Except they're, they're the same as <laughs> Buffalo. No, but they, they've been what, five lose. and four over the last nine weeks. They, they're not playing really good football. They can't lose. All right. Bills can't lose because the coach right. might get fired. Yeah. All Just right. quickly as a bonus, I think Stefan Diggs is in a weird can't lose. Can't lose this game. But, it, but if he yeah. does, he's going to ask for a trade. He's going to maybe go to Dallas. That's a can't lose. <laughs> Packers versus this Purdy. one's very easy. San Francisco favored by almost 10 points. Shannon's been rolling divisional rounds. If the Pack think they can run the ball like they did against the Dallas, think again. Some classic can't lose this, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Well, I think it's very, very simple. Jordan Love, Matt LaFleur, and the entire Green Bay Packers organization can't lose this week. You're, it's impossible. They, they can't lose. They're, oh, they're, I, I, and they can't, can't lose. They, yeah. they, they, can't they, lose. they already have overachieved by making the playoffs <laughs> by beating Dallas. I'm taking this seriously. <laughs> dude, You're on I'm your pride. Seriously, dude. Now, on the flip side, Brock Purdy That's and true. Kyle Shanahan cannot lose no way. this game. They... Brock Purdy in particular because we saw the San Francisco 49ers go to Green Bay in this round against Aaron Rodgers with Jimmy Bleep and Garoppolo and find a way to win. Yes. So if all of a sudden you lose at home against this Packers team, oh boy, all of a sudden folks are going to be talking Sam Darnold quarterback competition in the offseason. So Brock Purdy can't lose this That's game. exactly right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, to me, I, I agree with you. I don't think Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love can't lose. I think he can't lose. He's exceeded. He's he's exceeded expectations. He's he's out. He's outdueled Aaron Rodgers in his first year. He's won a playoff game. He can't lose. But on the flip side of it, I don't think Brock Purdy. Like he he can't he can't lose. He can't. He can't lose. Lose. What do you mean? He he cannot be the reason that the San Francisco 49ers do not win this game. Otherwise, it's, it's yeah, it's over. bad. It'd be horrible. It's bad. Yeah, this All one's this. a hat trick. The Packers can't lose. They're playing with house money. All right, the uh, Brock Purdy. Yeah, it's interesting. Purdy will not get much credit for winning. But get all of the blame if they lose. That's why he can't lose. He'll get he tarred and feathered if they Can lose. Can I ask can't a follow-up to yeah, Of course. Christian McCaffrey, what situation he's in? Great question. Honestly, Great question. honestly? He can't lose. He's not going to get ripped if they lose. Yeah, he can't lose. He can't, he can't, lose. can't lose. Yeah, I agree. He runs for 60 yards. He gets all the credit. Yep. He <laughs> runs. He, they he lose. He runs for 60 yards. Through sneaky, no pick Christian McGuire. And also Great does not believe all right. in him at all. Best this running is a, back in the This middle. is a huge one. This is for all the marbles. Texans at Ravens. Baltimore favored by nine and a half. And if there's ever a game that defines the dichotomy of can't lose, this is it. C.J. Stroud. He's in a can't lose. Lamar's one and three in the playoffs. Seven turnovers. Classic can't lose. Brew, do you see this as a must win? Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> for for it's it, this is a must win for Baltimore. Absolutely. Lamar, I mean, if they lose this game, this will be the second time he has fizzled out. Winning the MVP. I mean, and the one seed. MVP. Yeah. Number yeah. one seed to a rookie quarterback. Mm. So, no, Lamar cannot lose. Yeah. That's right. CJ so it's a must win can't for him. Lose. CJ can't lose. This is a must so win. So, it's a must win. <laughs> yeah, I'd say Nick Casario can't lose. <laughs>
the GM of, of the Texans. He can't lose. He hires a rookie head coach. He's got a rookie quarterback. He traded up to, to get another elite defender where everybody thought, why would you ever do that? And it's worked out better than anybody could have imagined. Hmm. So, so he can't lose no matter what happens. I, and I agree. Lamar, Lamar the passer can't lose. Lamar the passer cannot lose. All we've talked about all season long is the new offensive coordinator, the, the, yep. the, the uh, exceptional progress he's made as a pure passer. He's got yeah, to keep Coach going. is so, definitely pulling against the, him. Uh, <laughs> I'm not pulling against him. I'm just saying who can't lose. So That's I'm right. going to add a different, because we all agree on Lamar. I'm going to yeah. add a different layer to it. I think this is a sneaky must win for Houston. Wow. What? Here's, here's why. What? I think they desperately don't want to lose Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator that's mind-melded with CJ. Mm-hmm. And by winning, you delay at least another week when he can do interviews for head coaching jobs. Maybe those jobs fill up. Maybe you get him for another year. You don't know how big the window is. Everyone thinks the Chiefs stink, and the Chiefs are going to be in the AFC title game. Maybe you all of a sudden peel a Super Bowl appearance. This could be wow. your best shot. So I think wow. it's a double must win. Wild. Double must win. Double wow. must win. That's rare That's double. Uh, coming up next, a segment even better than that. Next <laughs> year's. Did you get it, Wet? What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Live from New York, it's a show that just got in trouble for a previous segment. <laughs> the second hour of First Things First today, Kyle Shanahan started preparing for the Packers during the Cowboys game. Ouch! This was shot at Dallas, and will it cost Mike McCarthy his job again? I just added that. Uh, meanwhile, are changes coming to Pittsburgh? Strong? Hmm. Some curious quotes from the locker room. Uh, but right now, let me get you caught up to speed. It's Wednesday at 4 o'clock. Uh, last night in a Hell's Kitchen office with no heat. A select group of producers, executives, and the strongest dude from Tonal fought and toiled and burned the midnight oil to construct the best segment in all of sports. It's not your father's power rankings. It's time for Nick's Tears.
You are correct, Wilds. However, when we get to this time of year, mm -hmm. what you will notice is, while it is not power rankings, similar to power rankings, it is only one team A tier. But it's not. It's not, of course, come on, it's not power rankings. <laughs> okay. And you know what it certainly is not? It's not, it's been four years, buddy. <laughs> What is it not? Oh, it's not the stand. Gosh darn it, man. <laughs> I didn't know what, what are you it's even not a, doing. It's not an onion. What? Hey, there's a lot of <laughs> not. It's the only not thing it cannot be, Wild. Okay. Where do you get the standings? USA yes, Today. Okay. Yeah, your local Ramada Inn or yeah, something. Yeah, you go right yeah. by the breakfast Exactly. <laughs> Bottom row. Woke up feeling dangerous. Yes, now this is go. partially Baker Mayfield, but it's also Todd Bowles' defense. Todd Bowles' yes. plan in the defense was to blitz the Eagles until they made an adjustment. And then Nick Sirianni, his infinite wisdom, said, what if we just don't? And Todd Bowles said, that'd be fine with us. <laughs> now, I don't think that's going to be the case against Ben Johnson and the Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. But what we do know is if you pressure Goff, he can't deal with it. So Baker's going to chuck it deep and the Bucks are going to try to heat him up. Woke up feeling dangerous. They couldn't. Could they? Green Bay in San Francisco. Jordan loves slinging it. Kyle Shanahan, what if, what if he just trails 7-0 early to Matt LaFleur? A little nervous. They couldn't upset the Niners. There's no way, right? Next year, year four of a five-year plan. Hmm. And here's what I mean. Right now, we have head coaching interviews going on across the country. And you have head coaches that are going to try to sell owners, I have a five-year plan. Year one, we're going to install a culture. Year two, we're going to try to be a 500 football team. Year three, make, by year four, I think we can be in the divisional round or further. D'Amico Ryan said, how about we do it all in the first year? How about I install a culture, we get above 500, win the division, and we do all that with, with a rookie quarterback, with rookie skill position like players. Next, month of Michigan. On December 30th, Something happened. The Lions lost to the Dallas Cowboys in excruciating fashion. Mm -hmm. Felt same old Lions. Going to be screwed out of the two seed. Not going to be able to do it. Later that evening, the Detroit Pistons snapped a 27-game losing streak. Since then, what's happened? Well, the University of Michigan has won a semifinal and a championship game in the college football playoff. The Detroit Lions have won their first playoff game in 30 years, and all of a sudden the Cowboys are out and they have another home game at Ford Field. Could January be the month of the Michigan sports fan? We shall see. Franchise fork in the road. This is for the Buffalo Bills. It's very clear what this is. Are you going to become the first team in nearly 30 years in the NFL to lose three times in four years to the same team in the postseason? Are you clearly going to have a team you simply, no matter what you do in the regular season, can't get past? Or is this the year you slay the dragon? Is this the year you beat the team that you have said self-professed been obsessed with? And is this the year you have a chance to actually hang a real banner as opposed to fake ones in the practice facility and ones mocking you on this show? My guess is it's the latter. We'll see if it's the former. Next, everything you could ask for. The Niners. They got the seventh seed coming to town. Not one of the teams we expected. Dallas and Philly. We all looked at the NFC throughout the year. Three-team race. Well, two of them got beaten round one. You have the healthy, one of the healthiest teams in the league. You have a well-rounded roster. And you have a quarterback who some smart people were arguing multiple times throughout the year might be the MVP of the league and should get more credit to go along with the running back everyone agrees is the best running back in football. Smart head coach. What Everything you could ask for. Next, be honest, they're a little nervous. Facts. The Ravens. 
There's the rust. There's the fact that you watched what C.J. Shroud did in the previous round with not a care in the world against an AFC North. Great defense who you struggled with. So there's the ghosts of playoffs past. You have the profile of an all-time team. The point differential, the regular season success, the defense, your own, your losses actually you controlled throughout when Lamar played and then just fell apart at the end. But you're a little nervous. Be honest. You're a little nervous. That's everyone who has been dancing on the Chiefs' grave all year. (laughs) That is people on this set. That is most notably Chris Broussard and Eric Mangini, who have treated the Kansas City Chiefs, who are one of the eight teams remaining, like an NAIA team this year, and talked about a 19-point playoff win not being that impressive and how all we need is one receiver to step up, and then when that receiver steps up, we pretend that didn't exist. All we need is to not turn the ball over, and then when they play a perfectly clean postseason game, we say, ah, Who couldn't have done that in negative 30 degrees? Be honest, you're a little nervous for fading what is clearly the best team of the generation. That is the divisional round tiers. Coach, go ahead. Be honest, you're a little nervous. I'm not nervous at all. <laughs> you're a little nervous. This is the match. Yeah, you like got a tattoo that said never, never doubt. doubt. Be honest that you predicted they were 18-0. Hey, be on, I, I didn't mean, predict low blows. Be, honest, be honest that every single week you try to convince yourself how good this team yes. is. And somehow they find Keep their way winning. to the top. There might have been some drinking in, in Hell's Kitchen when you were putting some of these names together. <laughs> I love the year four out of a five-year plan. You know the previous two head coaches were fired up. One, one year, year, yeah. So I guess there's no five-year plans there. But I'm just going to bump up uh, Green Bay a little bit above where the Texans are. I, I think that's that's probably the the most obvious wow. of them. And when you look at Green Bay and and the wins they had, and I know we're not giving style points for wins, but real, the reality is Cleveland turned back into a pumpkin, and Joe Flacco was a nice story. But it couldn't last, and, and Green Bay's win was was more impressive, and they've been more impressive over the latter half of the season. Mm. So let's take a look. This is the last nine games of the season, okay, including the playoffs. They're seven and two. Look at these rankings, offensive rankings down, uh, top to bottom. So they're top ten in everything. They're first in, in total point per game, and and right on down the line. So that that's that's where they've been over the last half of the season. Let's take a look at Jordan Love against the Bigs. Okay, the Bigs that he's played in this second half of the season. Win over Dallas, three touchdowns, zero picks, 157 quarterback rating. Win over Kansas City, three touchdowns, zero picks, 118 quarterback rating. Win over Detroit, three touchdowns, no picks, 125 quarterback rating. Wow. Really improved second half of the season with the youngest team in the league. He's been very impressive against really good teams. Mm. And when you look at the wins that they had, Houston versus Green Bay, I don't think it's so think listen, it's comparable. I think you make a very compelling case. I, and I'm not <coughs> Again, there's only eight teams left. They're all good teams. They're none of these teams, I feel, are being disrespected. Green Bay has been excellent for now two-plus months. I would argue in defense of Houston, they were excellent all year after the first month of the season when C.J. played. When they struggled was after CJ got his concussion and we saw them without him. And so, but that is to me very close. That was, I mean, you weren't in the committee meeting as you, you know, to obviously cousin by Kansas the, City the, on top. Well, listen, the defending champs, it's the playoff, it's the playoff tears. Give me a break. But you weren't here last week either. You would have known that this is where they were last week. Uh, the, but th- that was very close. Houston Green Bay was very, very close. We went to Houston. You make compelling case. Go ahead. Well, look, just like there's no reason Kansas City should be favored in Buffalo this weekend, there's no reason they should be number one on this list. They should be fourth. 
It should be Baltimore, San Francisco, Buffalo, Kansas City right below them. They don't have the best defense in the league. They don't even have a top 10 scoring offense. They don't have home field advantage. They were 0-4 against playoff teams not named the Miami Dolphins. Like, why? why There's no reason other than past history to believe that they're the best team in the playoffs. So, it should be Baltimore. Baltimore, obviously, they have the MVP on offense. They've got a a Super Bowl winning coach. They got a defense, the first defense, I think, in history to lead the league in scoring defense, sacks, and takeaways. Like, oh my, Baltimore should definitely. And they crushed, uh, like, half of these teams. I mean, they they crushed the good teams that they played. Great job, Pete. Kansas City didn't even beat any other than the the breakdancers. So, um, I'm sorry, my earpiece had gone out, and I was, so you were cutting out even though you're right here. I was here. Were you explaining why the 2002 Kings should be ranked ahead of the 2002 Lakers? I'm not sure, because that's kind of what it sounded like. Like, don't worry about history. What did they do this year? What have we seen this season? The history come the postseason has a lot to do with who you believe in in the postseason. I One think of the, the previous the, 18 weeks. The, but again, but again, we're too. kind of picking and choosing the previous 18 weeks up. And if we are going to talk about the best defense, they do have. They had the number two defense in the NFL this is year. Number best? one was Cleveland. Number two is Cleveland's gone. Number two. No, Cleveland that is yards. Gone. I'm talking yeah. about scoring defense. Okay, so, well, that's odd. Because and sacks and, and takeaways. So, you're, well, just real quick, if I may, you're talking about scoring defense but yardage offense? I'm not sure. Because when you talk about the Chiefs not having a top 10 offense, you were talking. Yeah, I, I'm, you were no, talking. Chiefs are not in the top 10 as far as points either, scoring. The, and they're the number so two. So, I'm talking about scoring. I'm about scoring. Okay. Not about Got yards. It. I'm okay. about scoring. Got it. Go ahead. That's how you win. Job, you win with most yards. No, in fantasy, you do. No. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, you know, um, not a lot of people are talking about this. What? I invented two phrases. The first one I invented was defense wins championships. Okay. It's called, that's that a good one. one. We did that? Yeah. That's a good one. I didn't hear wow. it before I said it. Yeah. The other one, put this in your head. Rest versus rust. Okay. God. I haven't heard that. That's good. <laughs> Let me give an example of it. 2019. Ravens rested everybody. Turns out they were rusty. Yeah. They played the Titans and they ended up lost, losing. Tennessee got out to an early lead. Now, everybody on the Ravens is saying they remember it. Patrick Queen, I know the stories about 19. Lamar, 2019's over with. We're always talking about it. Harbaugh, we remember 2019. It's not something we're going to forget. Great. They should be locked in. I want them to come out and score right away and put the brakes on the Texans, who are very good in the first quarter in their last three games. They're scoring a touchdown. Their yards up. They got 112 yards in the first quarter in their last three games. And CJ's up here at 128. Now, here's because they're not rusted. They're not what? Rusted. Rusted? Okay, got it. Go or ahead. rusted. No, I got they're it. They're just playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Moment. Rusty is what most would say, but rusted Or rusted. Works. Yeah, that works. Go ahead. Tomato, <laughs> tomato. Yeah. There now, Lamar says he's not going to be rusty at all. But when they met the last time, it was the first game of the season, and Lamar hadn't played all summer, even though he was practicing. And the tweet he put out was rusty as something, but thank you, God. So I'm just saying, as much as we want to talk about Russ not being on the board, the last time Lamar said he was rusty, you know what I realized while you were going through that, Wilds? And that was well done. That was much better than Brew's feeble rage. Were well, you guys defense. arguing about stats uh, that we can't the, see? The, I don't know. The, the, here is, here's what I realized. Brew, for the second straight week, 
you're going to go no upsets. No, I've been thinking about that. Yeah, because I, you you're going to go no upsets. There will He's not gonna go. be any upsets. Well, this I mean, week. just I'll for the record, that, right? I said that chest. last week, and you were wrong all we across the board. We will put a must win in there. Yeah, oh, the, upset so, alert. Yeah, yeah this, upset. This I just realized possible. it. Brew's going with no, all I'm, the favorites. More favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I mean, he's pretty good. Uh, is it panic time in Pittsburgh next? After losing to the Bills, Mike Tomlin walked out of his press conference when asked about his contract. Najee Harris, more vocal after the game. Take a listen. I have my opinions on things, but I'm just a player. Um, but, you know, if you want to elevate and get where we're at, there's, there's got to be, you know, some in-house things that needs to change. Oh, like in-house rules. Like not like not no changes or a coach like that. It's just the rules that, that are in the building that, you know, we got to be more disciplined. We got to be a more, more uh, we got to be more committed. You know, I'm not saying that we're not, but, you know, just coming from a place um, that, 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 that has structure um, and, you know, coming just and just seeing like, you know, you know, we probably could help get help in these areas. Okay, so he was specifically not talking about Tomlin, made a point. T.J. Watt also came out and said, I don't want to play for anyone else except Mike Tomlin. But this is why I wanted to put this in the show, Brew, and I'll throw it to you for this specific reason. I thought that was a curious quote coming from Najee Harris. And then a few years ago, one of the main storylines with the Steelers was that Juju kept on doing TikTok dances. He would go out, and before the game, he was doing TikTok dances. Right. And Mike Tom was like, you know what? We're the Pittsburgh Steelers. We don't do silly stuff like this. We're a winning organization. Stop doing TikTok dances. Fast forward to this year, and we've moved on from silly TikTok dances to just straight up George Pickens won't block right. for guys. Right. Right. So rather than, to me, combined with um, Najee Harris's quote, it felt like a little piece of what made the Steelers the Steelers has eroded. And the fact that Mike Tomlin's walking away, the rumors are that it's not that he might be fired, he might be looking to just walk right. away. So I'll throw it to you. I just wanted to put your reaction on sort of the Steelers' well, season overall, kind of mediocre. Mediocrity. I think what Najee Harris is talking about is something like that. And there's probably other incidents maybe in practice or something, but with Pickens not blocking and being mm -hmm. committed. And you saw some other guys in that game, you know, just not hustling. So I think that's what he's talking about. But I think this has been how the Steelers have been under Tomlin, and it's worked. That's the only place Antonio Brown could really – thrive, mm -hmm. you know, and, and they had other players there that thrived there in, in Pittsburgh, and obviously they've had success. I Look, this year, they went as far as they could go. Look at the AFC quarterbacks that are left. Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, CJ, and Josh Allen. You're not beating them or competing with them with Mason Rudolph, and so that's why I think they keep getting to the playoffs because Tomlin gets the most he can out of that. And then when they get there, they don't have the talent. I think Pittsburgh coach has one problem. They need a quarterback. If they get a quarterback and Mike Tomlin is still there, I think they'll be very good and they'll be a contender. But they got to get that top flight quarterback. I think Russell Wilson they should go after. Oh, yeah, that, that's the problem. I think Russell like Wilson, any of the teams, if you don't have a top flight quarterback, yeah, they, all the other Russell, problems. They still wouldn't have a top flight quarterback. <laughs> but but he'd someone. be good. But, but, but I think someone. good they enough with those skill positions and that defense, I think they'd be yeah, good. You've got to, when you don't have a top flight quarterback, you've got to be perfect in every area, and, and it's, it's hard to do, and, and a lot of things that are problems become more prevalent and, and more apparent to the outside world. 
And Najee says that, that Coach Tomlin tells him, hey, you just focus on the running back. So he's had this conversation with him, and that's a polite way of saying, let me coach and, and mm-hmm. you handle what you need to handle. And for Najee to say, I'm not saying we're not committed. However, we need to be more committed <laughs> and we need to be more disciplined. I don't think any of that stuff is, is untrue. But Pittsburgh historically has taken guys that are extremely challenging and made them work. And when you have guys like that, there's certain things that you accept because of the talent that they bring on Sunday. But it's a pain in the neck navigating through that all week long to get in the field on Sunday. And Mike's done a, a really good job with that over time. Uh, it's just when you, when you lose, those things yeah. become a lot bigger issue than, than when you're consistently winning or winning big. And, and Mike also dealt with, when he did have a quarterback, a quarterback that was a handful. Yes. And I'm not talking about the actual really ba- bad allegations early in his career. I'm talking about for Ben at the end, when he was the, he had the original you know, Aaron Rodgers-Pat McAfee spot. Where every week, except it wasn't McAfee, obviously, and he wasn't spouting conspiracy theories, but it was every week right before Tomlin's press conference, Big Ben would go on the radio with actually my buddy Andrew Filipponi and basically set the agenda that Tomlin then moments later was going to have to respond to. And Tomlin handled all of that. So I think Mike Tomlin is unquestionably one of the six or seven best coaches in football. If I were Mike Tomlin, I'd be interested in a trade. I'd That's be interested in going somewhere else. Like, th- there is a question of no matter how good he is, has it gotten stale? Mm-hmm. And if you're Pittsburgh, is he the solution and the problem? Meaning, does he keep you so good Relevant. adjacent yep. that you can't get the quarterback? And so, listen, okay. it would never happen, but I think a very smart move for the New York Jets would be to trade the 10th pick of the draft for Mike Tomlin. And say if Mike Tomlin would have a quarterback for at least but again, a year. If you're Tomlin, I, why accept the, the trade? The, the, well, because he's under contract. Like I, and I don't they think the Steelers are going to fire away. him. I, I think this is one of those things where both parties might be better off. Steelers get a change and Tomlin gets a change. Andy Reid, Eagles, the Chiefs. Yeah. No, 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 I'm oh, No, yes, I'm Andy Reid. Oh, our podcast is heating up. And if you get a chance, check out our YouTube page as we try to track down Mr. Beast in our latest video. We gave 50 pigeons $100 and turned them loose in a grocery store. What did they buy? <laughs> Subscribe to find out. Uh, also, the Bud List coming up tomorrow on the bubble of the Bud List, Baker Mayfield. You're now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible. You get great rates with none of the bulls. You will in a second. But right now, it's medals time. It's Thunder Clippers. We're looking at Wallace with a gather. What are you implying, Wallace? <laughs> Where are they getting the bull from in a second? What are you talking about? I read, I read the no bull zone. No, but then you said you'll get it in a, sh- shortly from Incredible. Brew. That's not what you were saying. Incredible. Bronze medal, Grayson <laughs> Allen. The Suns were down 22 in the fourth quarter. Came all the way back against my beloved Kings. No beam getting lit this weekend. It's the first 20- time you've talked about the Kings. In- we Eight, talk about them all the time. Is, uh, 20, the Warriors eliminated. 29-5-6. Yeah, yeah, maybe the last great moment of the Warriors dynasty. Good for them. Right. Silver medal, Paul George, some people's goat. My, you know, For me, I've got him 83rd, but I, <laughs> tomato, tomato as well. Yeah. So say 38-7-5 for Bruce's beloved Clippers. And Joel Embiid, 41-7-10. Wilds, get it in right now. Still no one beating Denver in a seven-game series? This was in Philadelphia. Well, so would some of the seven games. Yeah, three of them. Okay. 
Well, maybe not. You're sure Denver would have a home court advantage? You're sure about that? I don't know about that. I'm not sure. There's the medal stand. And Embiid, league-leading seventh gold medal of the season. Kyle Shanahan says the 49ers started preparing for the Packers during the second quarter. Ouch. Take a listen. Started really focusing on them halfway through the second quarter. <laughs> then they scored at the end of the second quarter, so I kind of did both at halftime. And then third quarter, I was set on one team. I mean, it's just unnecessary, bro. You think it's a shot? I don't, I don't really think it's a shot. I mean, they clearly don't fear the Cowboys at all. No, he's making but fun no, of them. But I think he was looking at, like, I don't think they thought they were going to be playing the Packers. I think they thought maybe the Rams or Philly, right, that yeah. they might meet. So they, they had their, you know, they were working on those teams. And yeah. then you realize, oh, my, we, we haven't right. done much or on the Tampa. Packers. Get the yeah. film. Let's it, start no, looking at it. Exactly yeah. right. Like they, I think that you're, you're in a weird spot as the one seed where you don't know who you're yeah. playing, and so you probably break up your time. I didn't think it was a shot at the Cowboys yeah. at all. It was. True story. Josh and I started grinding the All-22 about at the end of the first quarter. That's not a true story. That's a total lie. <laughs> Speak is up next.